Hello, listeners. This is Daniel Faust and Learn and Live, that we help your relationships not just go from surviving, but going to thriving, from the bedroom to the boardroom. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Faust, and we will be talking today about leadership and freedom with a twist of baseball. And you'll have to work with me with the visuals as we go over and speak. So I have a great opportunity that just came up recently. I am a reservist in the United States Air Force and I'm out here in Orders in Macon, Georgia. If you wanna go connect, I'll be here for another 10 days. Anyway, they're having a little league first pitch option and they sent it in an email and I went over and said, hey, I'm gonna go over and apply. I expected my boss to get selected or anybody else and they selected me, which is a huge praise. And I'm like, that's awesome. But then I go find out it's not just in front of the Little League first pitch, which you expect, you know, 50, 200 parents. This is the Southwest Little League Championships. This is going to be on ESPN, which is really awesome. But this is gonna be in front of between 700 and 7,000 people. And I realized, I don't know how to throw a ball. I mean, I learned as a kid, but I played scatch. Ooh, it was like, ah, oh, you know that pad that you go put in your face that has a Velcro ball? That's what I played. I never caught a real baseball. I never really put on a mitt. There might be moments and times that I did it, but I wasn't an avid baseball player, hockey player, sports player, anything that had any coordination. And now I know why my kids don't go over and like sports because I don't like them either. But I needed to go over and to learn how to go throw a ball. So as you go over and learn to throw a ball, you have a certain way naturally that you're gonna go throw a ball. And for me, it's just crooked, sideways, and with my arm with as much power as possible. But that doesn't get the ball over the plate. That doesn't get it to the catcher. And it's gonna look really, really not cool. A military person going pitch the first pitch and can't get it 60 to 90 feet over the plate. So I've been practicing. I've had to learn that there's stitches on this ball. That goes over and you grip with your index finger and your middle finger and your other two fingers go off to the side. And then you basically go over and learn to rotate your body, step out, and throw the ball with your body instead of your arm. All these years I've been throwing it with my arm and just as all my might. And yeah, some days I got it over to where I needed to get to go and others I did not. I realized once I went over and adjusted the style to use my entire body, my abs, my back, and also my arm. And my arm is more like a catapult and a lever to go launch the ball. The ball actually got 60 to 90 feet. Now, I'm not saying I'm the next, you know, Babe Ruth or uh, Ken Griffey Jr., but at least I won't look like a total fool as I continue to go over practice. <coughs> this is the same thing that can happen in leadership. We have a natural style to go over and to throw leadership at people, and it can naturally go over and work with certain people, just like my crooked style can go work with my young kid because it's fun because they like to go over and just play catch and I know they're not gonna throw that hard. But if I'm going over and throwing to a little leaguer that's been practicing for the past five years, or if I went in front of the major leagues and I had to throw a major pitch, I'm gonna bomb really bad because I didn't go over and adjust, and that's the same thing in leadership. So how do we go over and be free in leadership, but go over and get those you know, no hitters in a sense when you're the pitcher? Going over and striking out in a positive way to go over and to be successful. So I'm gonna go over and teach you guys a little bit on how to understand yourself and others and try to relate this as baseball as much as I can. So 
All right, so I have to ask you two questions before I get into my analogies. So the first question, and we've asked this before if you listen to episodes, is the first question is, are you more outgoing or are you more reserved? One's not right, one's not wrong, it's just different. So I want you to go over and if there, on the comments on the, on the different uh, podcast sites, if you can put it out there, are you more outgoing or more reserved? The next question is, are you more task-oriented or people-oriented? Once you understand those two questions, you'll understand how you go over and lead people. And I'm gonna walk you through the scenario. So let's say you say, I resonate with more, the more of the outgoing style and the more task-oriented style. When you resonate with that style, you're gonna tend to go over and look at the world like this. You tend to be more direct, more demanding, more decisive, more determined, more of a doer, but you also can be a tad defiant. Your main fuel that you're going over and looking for each and every day is results. That type of mentality goes over and looks at like, you might be just a fastball pitcher if you were pitching. Because when you look for results, you're trying to go over and get speed. So if I go over and throw a ball 60, 70, 80, 100 miles an hour, I'm gonna get it over the plate and hopefully don't people don't hit it. But do baseball players go only use a fastball pitch? No. That pitcher might go lean towards a fastball, but they're not gonna go always use that. If they did, just like the personality styles, only 10% of the audience is gonna go resonate with that. And only maybe 10% of your audience is gonna not hit that ball. The other 90% are gonna go predict on when to go crack that bat and they could get a home run for the sheer speed and use the momentum to get it over the 350, 400 feet that they need to go get it over. Home run, baby. And they keep going over and over again. What about maybe a different type of approach? Let's say you lean more towards outgoing and people-oriented. You may be more inspiring, you're more inducing, you're more interested in people, but you can be a tad illogical. Your main fuel that you go and look for is fun. So a pitcher that might be this style might go over and look for a curveball. And the reason why I think they go over and look for a curveball is because it gives a little fun to the to them is a surprise because the play, the batter at the at the plate is not gonna expect to be a curveball. You're trying to throw it 67, 80 miles an hour, but you're curving it just enough to go under or over or above and below, whatever direction it goes to go over and still get to the catcher, but it avoids the batter and they miss. Curveballs are usually, you know, missed more often, theoretically, I'm thinking. And so just like the personality style, you're gonna get a little more accuracy. So 20 to 25% of the world population naturally resonate with this fun type style. But like the same as the dominant style, it's not gonna work 100% of the time. It's only gonna work, you know, 20 to 25% of the time. So the other 75 to 80%, you're not gonna be successful if you lead from this one style or the other style and just stay in that style. Now let's go over and say you don't like the fastball and you don't like the curveball. You're thinking, I need to go a little slower. So as a pitcher, I might go throw a slow ball and I might shut down the speed maybe to 40, 60 miles an hour or like mine, it's like 7.5 miles an hour. It's like a snail. And it's so slow that the person goes over and misses it because they anticipate fast and they swing. This particular personality style is more reserved and people-oriented. So here's the words that resonate with them. They're more sweet, sensitive, stable, status quo, shy, 
They can be a tad of a sucker, and these people look for peace and harmony. Just like the slow ball, things slow down a bit. Peace and harmony goes over and resonates in most places. And that's what most people want, right? Actually, no. Only 30 to 35% are gonna naturally resonate with a peace and harmony environment. Yes, it's the highest one that we've talked about so far, but still, if I use that continual style, I'm still not gonna be successful in leadership between 65 to 75% 65% of the time. Our last style is a little more reserved and uh, task-oriented. So this would be more like a screwball, and I'll get into that in a second. So these people are more cautious, calculating, competent, conscientious, contemplative, and they can be a tad cold. Their secret fuel on how they go over and lead is quality answers, excellence, and value. And like a screwball, you have to be very, very accurate. It seems that, to my understanding, it has the elements of a curveball, but it goes a different twist in a different way. And usually with a screwball, at least in my experience in video games, and that's all I can speak from, that screwball usually worked pretty often. But again, as I go over and default to that in the video games, if you default just to quality answers, excellence, and value all the time, again, you're only gonna be successful 20, 25% of the time, again, with a 75 to 80% inaccuracy with the rest of the audience that you're leading. So is any of these styles right? Is any of these styles wrong? No, they're all just different. So just like a pitcher can't go always use a fastball or a curveball or a screwball or a uh, slow ball, they have to go and adjust to the person that's at bat. They study them, they critique them, they look at the situation and then they decide on what's best and they go over and read their people. So for me, oh, I'd miss all four balls. So the pitcher can throw whatever. But sometimes you might find out that the fastball might work best for that person that's at bat at first, and then the next person might need a screwball the first ball and then a fastball the second ball. So we need to do the same in leadership. But we first need to figure out the first things first is where is our handiness to? Do I lean towards the fastball dominant direct person that's looking for results? Do I lean towards the inspiring style, curveball, fun style leadership? Or do I lean towards the slow ball, which is a sweet, sensitive person that's looking for peace and harmony? Or do I lean towards the cautious person, calculating person, which is the screwball in a sense, nothing personal, just using a reference, to go over and they're looking and you lean towards the quality answers, excellence, and value leadership? So that's the first thing you need to figure out first is where you go lean to. And then secondly is to learn to what the people that you're working with lean towards also. A good rule of thumb is if you're leading a big team, you're gonna have a blend of all these different styles. So you want to go blend on how your leadership goes over and looks. So while you're going over and let's say adding fun, I still need to go look at the details and I need to give quality answers, excellence and value as I'm going over and speaking or leading them. Or I need to go over and bring and keep the peace in the work center as much as possible while still going over and delivering results to the people I'm working with and to the bosses that are above me. This is how we go over and lead with freedom because when I lead with my natural style, it might feel best, but then I get encapsulated into drama and other problems and that doesn't feel freeing. So you might need to be a little uncomfortable to have true leadership freedom in your workplace. 
So I wrestled to go over and tell you this, but I think it needs to be said. You need to go over and to adjust. I'm not telling you to go over and change. God's going over and wired you the perfect style that you are. But to go over and to thrive instead of just survive in leadership, you need to go over and adjust. Just like the pitcher is going to throw a different type of ball to a different type of player so he can go over and get a no-hitter or a strikeout or any other the sports baseball analogies that I can't think of. <laughs> so that is it in a summary. I hope you guys learned a little bit about yourself and others and that you learned to go over and to adjust so you can go over and thrive. You've been listening to us on through Anchor and your favorite podcast. We'd love to go over and connect with you. We hope to go over and hear from you soon. Like, share, comment, and subscribe to our podcast and check us out on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and also we now stream on those avenues and also uh, through Twitter's uh, platform. So you can find us in many different places. Eventually, we'll hit IGTV and Facebook Watch. I wanted to thank you for your time, and I hope you have a great evening. Thanks.